Drivingtest.org has helped thousands of truckers obtain their CDL at nearly double the standard pass rate. And now, employers can use driving test tools on demand with their new hires. Their training platform is fully remote, DMV approved, and costs a fraction of standard training fees. Head to driving-test.org slash corporate to learn more. Welcome to Taking the High Road, a Driver Reach and Freight Waves production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder and CEO of Driver Reach, a modern recruiting and compliance solution. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver lifecycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting and retention. I appreciate the constant feedback I'm getting on the show. Uh, it means a lot to me that you're finding the content valuable and useful. Uh, don't forget to rate and review Taking the Higher Road, whatever platform you use to tune in. This week, I'm excited to chat with Atif Siddiqui, founder and CEO of Branch, a fintech company that helps businesses accelerate payments to empower working Americans and recent sponsor of the show. Welcome to the show, Atif. Great to have you. Hey, thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. I'm, uh, I'm excited to learn more about you. You know, what got you into the unique and important space of instant, you know, on-demand pay, specifically in the trucking space? Uh, I'll ask you to shed some light on on what Branch is doing for today's trucking workforce and how it's helping companies address their, you know, challenges with recruiting and retention. And uh, I'd like to know how you see fintech evolving alongside trucking's, you know, technological evolution. Uh, does that uh, all work for you? That works great. Let's do it. So before we dive in, I'm curious... Uh, you, you see the books behind me. I like to read. I know you're a reader, too. Uh, any books uh, or, or that you've read you know, recently or anything you'd like to you know, recommend to the audience? Yeah, um, love to share, you know, especially for those fintech listeners out there, uh, Anatomy of a Swipe. Coincidentally, it's also written by our chief payments officer, Ahmed Siddiqui, no relation. But it's a great, it's just a really great primer on, you know, how payments work, specifically card-based payments. Um, and yeah, it's been great to see, uh, you know, other companies in the industry also adopted sort of a first reading for employees that come in. Well, cool. Well, there's been an evolution uh, from a payment standpoint. Uh, FinTech is a, obviously a really popular field. So it's, uh, it's exciting. I appreciate that. And the fact that it's, it's one of your own who wrote the book, that's pretty cool. Um, now, if you could, you know, just I'm curious what, what your background, like just if you could tell me a little bit about you, what got you into uh into this space specifically, kind of what's your journey up to now? Yeah, I'm happy to dive in kind of what led to creating Branch. Uh, you know, I uh, started building product uh, well over a decade ago, got involved in various product roles and, you know, found myself as a entrepreneur in residence at a big startup studio incubator in Pasadena, California called Ideal Lab. And, you know, at Ideal Lab, you know, one of the products or markets I was really fascinated with is uh, how do you help really working Americans grow financially, uh, which is really the mission behind Branch. And one of the ways, you know, we found um, that you can really make an impact to these workers is helping them with their cash flow needs. Um, and so that's really where Branch started. You know, we've uh, enabled workers to receive, you know, improve their cash flow by getting payments owed by companies they work for faster, and really on top of that, build a suite of financial services to help them along the way. You mentioned Pasadena, California. I know you, we, we hadn't talked about this, but yeah. I'm from Southern California originally, uh, spent a year, my, had family in Pasadena, father lived there, went to Pasadena High School for a year, wow. 
go Bulldogs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's a small world. I, I love that uh, that part of Southern California, and it's that's cool. I appreciate that. Uh, and I'm, I think I'm even familiar with the name uh, Idealab. So that's a uh, that's a that's an interesting background, and it's just fun to talk to anybody who's remotely familiar with my old stomping grounds. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, no, Idealab has been like an institution there in Pasadena, I think, since the mid '90s or late '90s. So it's great. So now, why is there such a, a, a major need for for fintech in the trucking industry? Can you kind of describe where you find found that there was just a, a, a hole or a void? Yeah, definitely. I can walk through a little bit of the evolution how we found ourselves in trucking. So initially, you know, when we created Branch, we were helping W two employees, so primarily employees in restaurant and retail, helping them, you know, get money that uh, they've already earned ahead of payday. Um, you know, since then, when we looked at what we built in terms of uh, our digital wallet, which facilitated a lot of this money movement to the worker, we just looked at what are some other areas where workers have a delay in payments. And so that's where we found that, you know, independent contractors were also a great segment for us. And looking at sort of the independent contractor segment, you know, in logistics, uh, specifically freight, the delay in payments could be more than just biweekly. It could be 30 days. It could be 60 days. And oftentimes these, you know, workers are, they have big working capital needs, right? As a truck driver, fuel is a big expense for you. And so getting that money faster really allowed them to grow their business. Um, and again, gets money to their hands faster so they can continue to grow and spend on, you know, themselves and business. Now, I know you uh, you partner with companies like uh, Uber Freight uh, to pay their their carriers faster. How how does that work? How, how does yeah? What's that process like? Definitely, I could walk through that. So yeah, we offer carriers on Uber Freight a digital wallet, which is backed by a fee free FDIC insured uh, business checking account, um, along with a commercial card that they can you know use. And so. Rather than say a carrier waiting 30 days or longer uh, for the you know accounts payable process with Uber Freight, they can get paid uh, two hours really after proof of delivery. So you look at that reduction in time, right? It's like a 99 percent uh, reduction in wait time. And you know I mentioned that you know we've been adding other financial services on top of this card offering. One of the big one that's really relevant in the freight space is that we've added fuel rewards. Um, to the card. So anytime, you know, a driver is out there spending using the uh, Uber Freight branch card, uh, they're able to get a significant amount back on diesel fuel spend. And so that's been a, a big way to get, to get money back in the hands of these carriers. I'm curious from a security standpoint, anytime I hear about, you know, digital wallets and payments and these sorts of things, there's so many of these transactions that take place, security comes to mind. And I'm just curious if you could maybe speak to that because, um, I'm sure that's probably, you know, first and foremost, an area of expertise, just just in ensuring secure um, transactions. Is that fair to say? Yes, absolutely. I think, you know, as a financial service company, that is really at the forefront of what we do at very top of mind. Um, you know, ultimately, we're helping people get their money faster. And that also, that means it's reliably and on time, but also secure um, I think there's a couple of unique challenges actually that we encountered in the freight space too with regards to payments and security. So, you know, if you look at our card, our MasterCard, 
Um, typically, the way drivers, you know, make purchases at a truck stop, at least at the pump, is they have to enter in their US dot number. And so we work with the networks to add in additional layers of security so that the drivers can actually swipe their MasterCard card, you know, branch card at the fuel station, at the, the fuel pump. And the way we did that was by doing a biometric check at the time of filling. So, you know, the driver scans in biometrically, face ID, touch ID. We unlock the pump for that driver and they can go ahead and make that purchase and not have to then go inside the truck stop. So and to give you an example, you know, we're always looking for creative solutions uh, with security top of mind, but also to create this uh, frictionless experience for end users at the end of the day. Well, that's just a better experience at the end of the day, right? If I don't have to go inside, everyone wins. <laughs> if I can be more secure and not have to go inside, that's a, that's a huge uh, differentiator. And I think, um, always keeping you know, security being top of mind, but then also anytime you can improve the user experience at any point, you know, remove friction at any point, step in the way. I think that's a that's a win. Uh, what are some of the unique challenges, you know, for for improving fintech and and payments just in the industry in general? For some of the challenges that you uh, that you see. Yeah, I think some of the challenges, um, you know, one is one where we see a big trend now, too, is just going back to the user experience and creating something that's very frictionless is embedding our solution to where users are already at, right? And like making sure that, you know, it's not additional steps for them to complete some tasks and making sure that we can deliver this really frictionless experience. Um, you know, I think the other challenge uh, when it comes to you know, partners we work with is really challenging the status quo, right? And making sure that, you know, when we look at freight specifically, a lot of the industry uh, is still stuck in sort of the antiquated kind of payment methods. It hasn't really caught up to more digital, you know, ways and methods. And so you, you, there's a prevalence of still paper checks, maybe cash on hand for payments. And it's more like that education piece on just explaining why is it not only better for drivers and helping them to attract and retain talent, but also, you know, a cost savings for the companies that are paying these workers and making sure that, you know, we're reducing some overhead there by using the digital method. Well, status quo, I think that's everyone's challenge. Right. That's everyone's obstacle, status quo. And and trucking is uh is 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 just behind, is traditionally behind when it comes to maybe embracing innovation and, and progress, but it's getting there. And I think I've seen just over the course of the last couple of years, just you know, as we're uh, hopefully on the, you know, have COVID in the rearview mirror, we uh I I've I've seen that an acceleration of um of adoption of a certain sort uh Areas of technology that we are otherwise had been, you know, slower to adopt, um, and I'm sure that's something. You know, I know that there was some conversations that I've had internally with some folks uh, from Branch about uh, partnership opportunities because you know we have customers that have, you know, their their uh, their pool of drivers, you know, their employees or contractors. And I think it's just a. It probably makes sense that those are the types of partners, in addition to others that you. Uh, are, are you target because your 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 core audience is is there is among them. So looking forward to to those sorts of conversations further. And 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 speaking of you know we've been dealing with this issue for the last well I'd say most of the twenty years that I've been in the industry, but certainly 
the, mo- the last five or six, driver shortage being an issue that everybody's talking about. It's top of mind. Uh, even though we're in a position maybe today where there seems to be some stabilization of excessive and erratic, you know, behavior, uh, still, I think the demand far outpaces the uh, supply. And so I'm just curious, how, how can fintech, you know, address that issue? You know, how can fintech be used to uh, improve the current driver shortage issues? Yeah, from our where we sit in our lens, right, we know that paying drivers faster is a crucial piece of the puzzle, right? We uh, did some reports that said over 50% of drivers have a negative experience navigating sort of complex pay systems, right? And ultimately, you know, adding in a benefit to drivers that allows them to get paid faster, one, helps them with working capital needs, as I mentioned, for them to grow their own business. Um, Two, it helps them avoid maybe fees elsewhere, right? So they're not having to rely on sort of fee-related approaches to get that capital. Um, Yeah, and we've also seen, I think, when it comes to uh, kind of where we fit in the landscape, too, is just like this big growth in single-owner operators, right, over the last two years that have come into the market. And so they're at this interesting inflection point, really, where they're looking for business tools and services to really help them grow their own business, um, and again, it helps uh, you know them grow. It helps the companies that are providing them loads to grow too, because they're seeing uh, you know increased um, supply, if you will, of new new owner operators coming in. Uh, but um, yeah, ultimately, we would you know faster payments is considered like a benefit, and there's a lot of interesting other financial services right you can provide uh, along the way. You mentioned we we talked about partnerships real quick, and and, and, yeah. and I do want to get into retention. But um, from a partnership standpoint, I'm just curious: do you partner with a, a variety of different um, TMS solutions, transportation management systems, by chance? We, we do, and we're also looking at a lot of these sort of next gen TMS. You know, more like the uh, challengers to the larger companies yep. here. Sure. Yeah, a very operating system approach, right, to managing uh, a carrier's, uh, you know, life cycle of their business. And again, payments is a big part of that piece that a lot of them, uh, you know, it's still very fragmented. It's still a little cumbersome. So making it very easy uh, for those TMS systems also to offer something like branch that's embedded into their own solution. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. So, um you're talking about driver shortage and certainly attracting drivers, but from a retention standpoint, I know anytime that we can promote engagement and, uh, and keep drivers uh, active and engaged and involved with, um, with their, uh, whether it's their employer or, or the, 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 the carrier they're leased to, you mentioned rewards earlier and that's what got me, got me thinking. I know that um, I would expect that that can um, improve the, from a retention standpoint, maybe improve just because of that engagement through rewards. Can you maybe share what are some of the rewards that businesses or, or drivers can receive through through Branch? Yeah, so you know we have one approach. I think what's great is that we have a relationship right with the, the company paying these drivers, and so oftentimes these companies have already negotiated rewards, but they're just not really easy to access or easy to redeem, and so. Using our card product and our wallet, we've been able to integrate some of those customized rewards uh, into our platform. So again, it's just really easy. The driver goes out and swipes their card and they're getting, for example, the uh, discounts on fuel back from Loves and TA with their two major truck stops, which is great. 
Um, now, on top of that, one of the things we also have looked at are just general purpose rewards, right, for everyday purchases. So this could be grocery, it could be other fuel expenses. Um, and yeah, I feel with uh, what we hear from workers, right, they're feeling a lot of the pressure from inflation over the, especially the last couple quarters, that it goes a long way. I mean, it, it really ties back to our mission, which is how do we help working Americans grow? It's like putting money back in the hands into their wallet. Um, just for everyday purchases, it's a great way to do that. I'm curious, because this is not just a trucking endeavor, right? You, it's like you said, working Americans. Um, trucking is obviously a large uh, sector and a large industry. Um, what's the feedback been like you know, from the trucking industry? Um, I think it's been great. You know, I think companies are oftentimes really surprised by how fast it is and set up processes. Uh, you know, I think uh, in the industry, it seems like people say instant payments a lot, but they usually mean like one to two business days. And so really, they're pleasantly surprised when, when we say instant payments, it arrives within seconds, literally. And so um, that's been great. And yeah, I, you know, in general, we do see this shift, right, of people in the industry and companies um, looking for ways to move away from payment systems that have been in place for like 30, 40 years. Right. And so a lot of them look to branch to drive that change. Now, uh, I know that uh, I, I mentioned COVID earlier. We've a couple of years, most people were kind of sitting tight, but now we're getting back out, you know, we're, we're attending industry events and, and so on. And that's something that uh, I think, I think it's important in this industry for people to have the, the opportunity to get out and see people face to face. A lot of times people do business with people they, they know and trust. And so I'm, I'm curious, uh, you know, what, what's your approach to, you know, specifically trucking industry events? Do, do you plan on attending a lot of different, you know, national and state association types of events? What is the, what does it look like, you know, for this year out and beyond? Yes. As you, you know, as things started opening back up, uh, events have been a big part of our strategy. And I think, uh, you know, in addition to building the relationship, a lot of what, we do is around the education, right, of our services and uh, what branch has to offer. And like, it's a, uh, you know, it's a being a being part of these events is a big part of that to build this, uh, you know, trust around our solution, and we can show them exactly how it looks and you know answer any question. So um, we're we're a big fan to get out there and meet a bunch of people in the industry, and we're going to continue to do so. Well, and I'm 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 right there with you. I've been active for in the industry for a long time, and happy to make sure that if we're at an event together to introduce you to, to anybody I know that I I just know that it makes sense. I think I, I love to network. I'd love to connect people, and so um, so yeah, I look forward to uh, uh, to getting together with you at some of these. Uh, and last question, I'm, I'm just curious, just as the industry evolves, we talked about. I mean, there are technologies evolving in trucking in so many different areas, certainly in cab communication, um, semi-autonomous or autonomous, you know, functionality, um, the Uber, you know, Uberication of, of, you know, freight and, uh, all of these things. Certainly now I'm in the HR and recruiting, you know, HR recruiting technology space in this payment space. I'm, you know, as the industry continues to evolve, how, how does branch, you know, plan to continue to bring value to the industry? 
Yeah, you know, for us, really, it's uh, a lot of our product development roadmap is just based on the poll and the feedback we get from both our employer and company partners, as well as workers on our platform. And ultimately, you know, the things that really resonate uh, looking at the next stage of branch and how the product evolves is now that we've improved the worker cash flow, right, through our wallet and pushing funds day or night weekends, and we have this really great way to do that. What are some other financial services really that we can layer on top to help the worker? And so you know, I gave the example for, of the single owner operator, but now with a, a small fleet, right, some of their challenges could be, how do I provide capital to my drivers to go out and make some frequent business expenses? So they're not constantly asking me for a reimbursement or advance. And so we've created and we launched a expense card product for these small fleets that allow them literally to hand these cards to their drivers, set controls on what they can expect. And, uh, you know, they're often, uh, again, continuing to get on the road quickly and, uh, you know, nothing from a business standpoint really impedes their, their operations. Uh, so yeah, just a quick example of like how we're constantly evolving the platform on new products and services for this market. Well, that, first of all, that sounds like something I could use. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't have a fleet of drivers, but I have 50 plus employees that that might uh, be yeah. something to come in handy. So I'm guessing that, you know, while the focus is on the, on the driver specifically, because that's just such a large population, um, it's still a relevant uh, solution for, you know, almost any company. That's right. Yeah. No, I think, uh, you know, the way we've thought about product development in general is build a solution that's horizontal enough that we can take each other in three verticals. And if there's a you know, good product market. Well, I think there always will be. And, uh, yeah. and, uh, Atif, I really appreciate you joining me today. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your, um, innovation in the industry and I uh, look forward to seeing you at some upcoming events. Likewise. Thank you for having me on Jeremy. And thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the High Road and for spreading the word to your industry peers. We really appreciate it. Remember, you can submit any questions or comments, including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the High Road on whatever platform you use to listen. Until next time, thank you for taking the high road.